welcome to another episode of the Comfort Monk Podcast. This time we brought in the legendary Swedish skateboarder Ali Bulala. Um, and we brought in our friend Dave Tool from Blue Tile here in town to chat with us and chat with Ali. Um, but it was pretty interesting. It was definitely a unique experience. We hadn't had two hosts on mic before this so that was something new to navigate but it was awesome having you involved what'd you think about it dave no it was, it was a good time i appreciate you having me on on board it was, it was definitely a crash course in podcast right and we <laughs> so not only was it a crash course for a number of reasons but uh we, we kind of weren't expecting it to happen when it happened um yeah so it was a little gorilla style and uh fly by the seat of our pants but we made it work. I mean, he's yeah, six hours ahead of us. Uh, yeah, it was cool, man. Ali is legendary. When I was growing up, I, I mean, I talk about this a ton in the episode, so forgive me for bringing it up again. But he was a big. He and Jim Greco had a lot to do with like a lot of like style and fashion choices I made as a as a teenager. So it was cool to be able to pick his brain about that. But it's awesome having Dave here to help me navigate some of the skate side of it because though I know a little bit about that I'm you know by no means well versed in it and no I think you do very very well with the skating stuff as everyone will see fake it until I make it man dude it's all faking it I feel like I don't you know just as much as I do (laughs) yeah but you're a good voice in the mix man (laughs) uh you're like you're Columbia's crown gem of of skate enthusiasts in my mind so just, even just having you be a fly on the wall if you weren't talking it would be oh cool i love you here. dude i love i love listening for sure just just hearing the voices of on a personal level of people you've looked up to or watched the career of for so long and just hearing their voices and they're like oh they're talking to me that's crazy yeah it's a weird it's a cool feeling it's just it's kind of crazy it really Uh, humanizes people and you can like hear the sincerity in their voice which you don't hear from their marketed persona or whatever and it's 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 coming at it from a different perspective right we're we're not uh we're not talking to them to push a brand of right. that he's riding for. We're talking to him because we're curious about what he's up to right. and just trying yeah, to get cool. to know him a little better, which I think is an easier introduction than, like, you know, sell us on the new skate line or whatever, right. you know what I mean? Because they, well, I mean, I guess they're used to that too, but it's just generally you get, you, you know, the people you talk to are a little more excited about talking about what they've been up to and having it be a little free form in that regard. But it was cool talking to him. He's, he's had a really crazy story. Um, it seems like he's, uh, you know, staying, uh, you know, just trying to live and enjoy life there in Sweden and, you know, has some some ideas that he's toying around with as far as, uh, you know, creative projects that we, after the fact, I talked to him a little bit more about his music and, uh, you know, would love to hear more about that. Um, we talked to Leo Romero as well and he you know, super music oriented. So it's really cool to hear these guys talking about what they're doing with their time outside of skateboarding too. Cause they, you know, right now they've got the, the perspective of having already had a really successful career skateboarding. So they, you know, do with that what they will, but they are embracing other passions and it's cool, man. I'm glad they sat down and talked to us, but yeah. And, uh, speaking of artistic output, uh, Dave, you've got a lot going on. Um, I always, yeah you want to you want to tell us i mean i always have a lot going on as far as it's interesting to talk to 
you know, these past few two interviews or whatever where, you know, you hear the different creative outlets from skaters that you've looked up to or whatever, and then that puts into perspective things that I've done because I'm shockingly approaching 50 years old. I don't know how that happened. I'm, I'll be 47 <laughs> this year. And so skateboarding is hard. It's hard on your body and it's hard on a lot of things. So then sometimes I'm I'm at work you know working on these like creative projects for skateboarding and I'm like man I haven't even I've been injured for like seven months I haven't even stepped on a board you start to feel like an imposter in some ways but then you realize it's like all of your creativity it's all one thing like your skateboarding or the screen printing we do or like just designing a new board graphic or take going on trips and filming with the guys or doing all that stuff it's even if you're not you know, I was, when we were filming the Lovers video, I was, like, following the guys on my bicycle when I couldn't push on my skateboard. I was still skateboarding. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't of... really, but I was still a part and invested in, in making the um, Blue Tile video and being there with the guys. And, yeah, whether and so, you're like, on the board, all of, those, yeah. all of those individual things you're doing, you got to think of them in the context of right. the bigger picture of like your role in right. the skate community. Which, well, it's also why I've always looked at skateboarding as more of a creative outlet than an athletic outlet, which right. I know that it's both. Yeah, there's always But that I will argue that skateboarding is more of an art than it is a sport. Yeah. I think it more mimics like ballet or and something. It probably like changes that. a bit to, depending on who's on the board, you know. Some people probably it really is more of a sport for them. For maybe. sure. But I would 100%. say historically you're right. I think of it more of a of an artistic expression than cuz like we were saying before, some of our favorite writers aren't doing the biggest craziest tricks. They're just doing the what they do so beautifully. Oh yeah. You know, for like sure. we were saying like Ray Barbie keeps a lot of stuff low to the ground, flat. He's not necessarily you know, Trey flipping over a 25 stair, he's he'll do more on a flat parking lot. Like we were saying, it feels almost like dance. Right. You know? It's like, yeah. and, yeah, and yeah. it's just as captivating as the most insane, you know, stair or like, you know, Tony Hawk's whatever crazy spins on, yeah. the, on a bird yeah, ramp for or sure. whatever, you know? Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's also something that makes it real hard to, to like qualify, I guess, in the sense like, uh, there's not like a, I don't know. There's that. That's the thing that makes it less athletic to me. Cause like you know, there there is the best runner in a competition, right? right? The yeah. guy who crosses yeah. the line first. That is not at all how you can judge. Yeah, two two kickflips aren't the same, and you can't. There's not a right and wrong. Exactly. It's like how right. well you pulled off your take on that. Right, and your favorite skateboarder boring. and your favorite professional skateboarder might not know how to kickflip. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, and it's just not it's, his realm. You know, yeah, it's that's like, the same with music too. You know, like yeah. a lot of your favorite songwriters have no theory background or whatever. Right. Whereas, you know, if you were if you were judging music on a competition level, okay, Mozart or whatever is like is a front runner. But then, if you're thinking about music, how music is actually judged, then the Ramones are right neck and neck with Mozart. But if you're talking about proficiency, crazy you know talk. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, or whatever, you know. What I, I mean, mean, I love the Ramones. But you know, I just mean that it's a different set of like criteria to meet or to play around with. But it's cool talking to these guys because they're, I mean, they have like such an insane history with the art form of skateboarding, and it's it's cool, man. The the way we've got it set up with with bringing you in, we're getting like a really wide range of perspectives on on these guys' and yeah. their careers. Yeah, so it's opened my cool. perspective as well. 
right. shows how little I know about the skateboard <laughs> well, world, especially the music right? world. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I guess uh, I guess we'll just let the interview speak for itself and get to it. This is our chat with Ali Bulala. Thanks for coming on, Dave. Thanks, Thanks for, for having being me. you, Eddie. And we'll we'll jump to it. Thanks, guys. Man, it's great having you on the show. I mean, I, I grew up, uh, you know, watching all of your skate videos and me and all, all of my uh, skate friends in, in Georgetown, South Carolina, which is like super small town. We're trying to dress okay. like you and Jim, you know, wear <laughs> red shoes. And uh, I know that all, a couple of my buddies were doing like shoelaces for belts, and I know that they were getting that from the videos and everything, man. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's funny the, the long reach of. Uh, of skate fashion uh yeah for sure when you got stuff like when right. you and and those guys were doing it it's like kind of trend setting a bit i mean i know you were you had inspiration you know with like johnny thunders and all of those cats yeah no for sure but then like when me and jim did it everyone thought we were joking <laughs> at, at first it was just so such a shock to everyone and we were like nah nah you're an idiot if you think we're kidding <laughs> and then uh, yeah so we just stuck with it were you guys listening to a bunch of that stuff back then too yeah we were I mean we were listening to a lot of hip hop like New York like Queensbridge like Biggie Smalls and like Mob Deep and all that and then and in the same time as we like started also listening to like all that the punk stuff for like Six Pistols and Ramones Johnny Thunders New York Dolls yeah, I, I feel like... It was like sort of the same. It was like, it was New York, but it was a completely different genre of music. Right, but they both kind of start in the streets. Like, they're both... Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just just like skateboarding or graffiti or anything else. It's like... Yeah. 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 And it started that way in the 80s with music. When, when I started skating, it was all very punk rock, like Agent Orange and JFA and... All this sort of stuff. Yeah, the that's the 90s, thing. It went hip hop. That's when it became um, hip hop, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. then when I, I remember, like, the first music, like, me and my brother, we we just knew hip hop. And okay. then later, we didn't, like, started listening to that stuff. Right, right. Did you did you continue to listen to both, or was it just like? Oh, yeah, no, I still yeah, no, still fuck do. no, I know it, it. Yeah, I may have looked like that. Right. Because of the clothes we wore, but no, it was it was still uh, still listening to the same same stuff. Okay, yeah. And uh, what kind of what kind of music you're listening to now? Are you following like new stuff? Does it still like influence your style? Yeah, not really. Yeah, but I mean, I don't really know any of the new. I mean, I know of this news, right. but I don't really listen to it. Okay. Like, right. I don't know, for example, I don't even know what they're fucking... There's a lot of horrible, horrible music out there that's new. I, just, <laughs> I'm, I, I get stuck on, on, on listening to, like, 
the classics myself, man. I'll get hung up on yeah. on television's Marquee Moon, even though I've heard oh, it yeah. you know, a thousand times. I know. And, um, you know, they played here in Sweden. I mean, it was a couple of years ago, but... Uh, Oh, dude, did I you get to go see it? Live. Yeah, I did. Oh, it was man. Really fucking rad. Dude, we've been trying uh, Tom Verlaine's and uh, yeah. really any of those guys would be like a would be a real holy grail for the show we're doing. So I'm going to keep yeah, yeah. plugging away, see if I can't bug one of those guys sometime, man. I'm a big Richard yeah. Hell guy, too. And yeah, I, mean, I know. Yeah, me Richard too. Richard Hell's like, for sure. man, I picked up Blank Generation when I was, yeah, I mean... Uh, I bought that shit and it was like an impulse buy just because of the cover and I might have been in like 6th or 7th grade and I just liked the cover uh-huh. and, I, and it changed my life man it was like I didn't even I didn't even know what I was buying and I got home and I'm listening no, to the I know see I think that's my first ever thing that I remember buying was uh, the Beastie Boys License to Ill classic man yeah that's awesome and I, I didn't know I didn't really know what the fuck I was buying I'm like this sounds familiar like Beastie Boys <laughs> Did and you, I, did you see I, the new documentary? I saw the, no, I haven't seen that, no. It's really good, really nostalgic and uh, okay. Okay. touching. But yeah, it was kind of one of those things when I seen the, the, the cover, like, what is this, an airplane? Like, okay, like, this looks cool. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. And like, oh, no, yeah, I probably listened to it in the shop, you know, back in the day when you... When you can like listen to the CDs in in the store, like oh yeah, this is good. Before you bought it, yeah, yeah, the little listening. If station. you remember the old old days, the CDs. I remember thinking yeah. I could never afford a CD. I was like, oh man, <laughs> yeah. I was never gonna be able to buy those. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how. I, yeah, I think they're going out, man. They're making yeah. cars without CD players now. Like oh, yeah. they're they're that low in sales that yeah. they're they the new cars don't have CD players anymore or at least around huh. here. Yeah, well, my, my car had a tape, a, a tape still. Hell yeah, dude! I, dude, <laughs> but I, then, but I changed those, it. Those tape adapters were getting me through for a long time too. Oh yeah, no, um, sorry. So are you are you in Sweden right now? Yeah, nice home. What, so what's it? What was cool. it like growing up in Sweden? Like, was there was there a, you know, around here the the skate scene and the music scene are pretty intertwined. Is it kind of like that there, or is it just, or is there a big music scene there? What's it like? Yeah, it, there is. But I mean, like when I started, it, it was like in our neighborhood. It was like me and my brother, and maybe one or two other neighbors that skated. That's it, you know. And then in school, we went because we went to the same school, and we were like the only ones with with boards. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it was and when then, I started as well. Yeah, and but I mean now it's just like you can have you can take school classes yeah. with skateboarding. Yeah, skateboarders were they not like, the cool kids when I was growing up. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And it was like me and my brother and a couple of more dudes from our neighborhood and that was it yeah and yeah we listened to like and now we listened to this the music that were in the skate videos of course Dude, right yeah. that's how you got it yeah. that's how a lot of us yeah. started too man which is yeah. weird we're in this weird realm now where everyone has to pay for rights so like nobody's 
really being introduced to new music. Yeah, I know. I wonder if you if it was supposed to do if that was like back in the day, or they were not catching on to it yet, or if it was so undercover that you could just do whatever song you wanted. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. But I mean, now there's still like those videos still exist on the YouTube and stuff. What happens with that? Uh, yeah, that is. It's too late to sue got, them now. Well, or? they've got software like sound scanning software now, so they, yeah. you would think that well, now would be it. the time they would. Yeah. All of our old videos have been taken down because of. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can okay. find parts, but not the whole video. Interesting. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, speaking of like growing up and and not having a ton of peers to skate with, like in the town that I that I was in, I had like two or three buddies who skated and one moved and, you know, then there was one guy left that I skated with and he broke his neck, which he ended up being fine, <laughs> but he was out of yeah. commission on, a, on for skating for a while. Uh, I think yeah. that's why I started doing music more is because like my last hardcore skate buddy broke his neck. So I was like, <laughs> I just started picking up the guitar instead. Did he break his neck on skating or? Dude, this is the craziest part. He, so we were at an elementary school and he like did some trick off the roof, landed did, and oh. broke his board, didn't get hurt. And then the next day pulling out from like a street in town, he got into a wreck and broke his neck on his car. Oh, so I was like, how the hell oh, did you not okay. break your neck the day before? Yeah. <laughs> When you were doing that Fuck. shit on the roof, um, yeah, yeah. but I mean that was like 15 years ago, and he's he still rides. So I mean he okay, he's definitely cool. one of those kids that was uh you know getting the early gym and alley shoes and yeah wearing okay. holes into them and stuff, man. Well, that uh, that brings us to a good segue, Ali. You were injured, uh, not really skating much. Has that changed? Are you? trying to get back into skating I, I really yeah I mean I haven't been able to like right. I have this fantasy that I want to film some sort of a part oh yeah yeah and then I and then I see like for example like Greco did a video where he just riding down the street with a Nick Cave song yeah it was awesome that was I'm like ooh I could do something like that and then I'm thinking I'm fantasizing about like playing making my own song to it oh yeah dude I mean, you could make so it a performance cool. art piece too, man. Do whatever. Exactly. Uh, That's because I, I can't really do any tricks. I can't say that I really tried that hard, but uh, right. Yeah, I mean, but uh, yeah, we we will at least look cool somehow and right. sound good. Yeah, and some kid somewhere is probably gonna dress however you did in that video afterwards. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's funny, sure. man. That, that reach is is wild, man. It's just it's you know. I was thinking about like the music equivalent of what happened to you as far as your early career. Like, I mean, it would be as if a small town kid got signed by a, a, a label in another country and got brought overseas to just start full time. And it, that's just a wild, wild situation I know, that's, to find yourself. That's in. what it. That's. I know. That's what I've said. I've, I've like tried to compare it to other like people when they ask me. Like people that don't know about skating, and they are like, oh, so what happened? Like, did you go to America? And then they're like, what are you? What is it to get sponsored? And like, what does that mean? And when I explain it to them, I, I'm, t I'm like, imagine if you go to see like the Rolling Stones, and after the show, they're like, hey man, we want you to be in our band. Yeah. Like, that's that's like just sort of the same equivalent that I can explain to people that don't understand. Like that's how huge it was. Yeah, 
and then off. yeah, and then you were just there. And so some fantasy how, how, land. How old were you when you first came to America? Sixteen. Damn, dude. That's so, yeah, I was a kid, and then, yeah, and then that's all I did, pretty much. That's, that's uh, wild, just man. Riding my skateboard and living in some fantasy world. Wonder if if you and uh, Dave here were ever at any of the same events back in the day, because um, I mean you you would have been hitting it pretty hard then, right, Dave? Uh, yeah, I, I remember there was something called the Castle Street Contest that they like the flip uh, owners were like, you have to go to these things. And me and like the Brian Sumner were like, fuck, man, this sucks, yeah. but we'll, we'll go. Right. Yeah, Brian Sumner's come through town and come into the shop and all that stuff. He's, oh, shit. He's, okay. he's friends with Jamie, my, my buddy Jamie Owens. He does a. He's an editor at Transworld. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, but they came through on some, <laughs> maybe this is wrong to say, but some kind of crazy, like, Christian. Uh, oh, yeah, that's it, right. He was, was uh, to Sumner that. and Lance Mountain and. Uh, oh, I think I saw that tour, yeah. man. I think they I came there. to Myrtle. Oh, there's some sk- skate Christian yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was like, a uh-huh. thing for a while. <laughs> okay. Probably one of the, the Baldwin same, brothers was part of that thing. I was going to say, is that like the same era that like bands like P.O.D. and stuff were popping yes. off? You know, like bands <laughs> that like somehow get linked with skate and yeah, surf yeah. culture and we're like, no, you can take that back. We don't need it. We don't yeah, need yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, hmm. But yeah, I don't think I ever have been to an event where Ali was or uh, God, the Flip crew. That would have been a amazing but they because we went it was me and Sumner like mm. we were the ands so they were like you guys have to go to these things oh, whereas yeah. I'm like well what about Rune they were like nah 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 they're they're way past that yeah. <laughs> we're like okay, okay. so were there any, they were uh, already any favorite spots when you were here in the in the US like other were you just mostly in California or were there other places that you yeah, really no, Arizona it. too, but like yeah. we didn't, I didn't really skate that much in Arizona. They were just went there to party. Yeah. But I remember like the first time when I came to the States, and as soon as I got out of the airport, I'm like, what the fuck? The ground is like this perfect everywhere. Like, it I remember that was like a, that a weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. that's how we well, that In South like, Carolina, it is rough. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that, because I think I landed in San Diego. Yeah. And it was like, holy shit, this is so smooth. Yeah, when you put your board on a sidewalk there, it's like, oh, yeah. holy shit. No wonder they're okay with 101A yeah. or whatever, you know? It's like, exactly. Yeah, It's like the concrete's faster out there for some reason. But so there is more like Europe and, and like the East Coast, like where you guys yeah, are. Yeah, East Coast, because that's where we are. The ground here in Sweden is so shit compared yeah. to like... You have to be like indoor somewhere in a parking garage, and they have like the smooth maybe floor. Right, right. But uh, yeah, rough spots. So, speaking of those parking garages, I know, and um, in that that epically later piece that came out, you talked a lot about that that spot you grew up hitting. That's right down the road. Is it still there, or is it's, a, yeah, it is. No, it is. I think, but it looks a little bit more modern. Like when, because it was just a loading dock. Oh right. Nothing now about it. I mean, it's still there. 
I was there not long ago. I just went past it. Like, oh shit. Yeah, it's wild, man. I'm glad yeah, it could... hadn't, hadn't been, you know, hasn't gotten lost in time and something yeah. leveled and put in its place. I know, yeah, for sure. That probably is why. I wonder if that had something to do with why, like, you know, in a lot of the video parts of yours back in the day, it seemed like you, uh, and somebody touched on this in that epically later, too, that you seemed to have, like, a, a knack for, like, the sketchy spots, like the ones that some people wouldn't hit because they were because it wasn't, like, a perfect, uh, like, ride-in space or whatever, but you, I guess if you cut your teeth with not much more than a loading dock, you're kind of used to, like, yeah, making, making gold out of, you know, not much, you know? Yeah, maybe, yeah, and then, like, the, the, and where the ground is all fucked up, and because I know that if you look at a spot, like, it may look good, but then it's going to be really bad to skate, and I just try to skate it anyway because maybe it's going to look good on video. Yeah. So yeah, but maybe also it may not look good because it will be so fucking hard to skate it. But well, it depends. I guess the the thing that I'm impressed by is so Dave, the the shop they have here, they've they've been putting out videos for years, but you guys seem to find these spots, and I'm like, where are you finding them? Because I because you know because you got to scour to find good spots in parts of South Carolina. For you sure. guys find all the good ones, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, you got a whole I feel crew, like it's the I same guess. everywhere. Yeah, no, it's weird. No, I mean, here, there was like way before Google Maps or anything. You just have to fucking walk around everywhere in, in every city that you were in. Yeah, you just got to hoof it and, and find the spots, man. Yeah. Well, now the homies have their uh, Uber delivery jobs or... Or whatever. So when you're out driving, making deliveries, you're just uh, making spot lists. Hell yeah! Oh, so yeah. some of the guys yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what I about if people? Well, yeah. Go ahead. No, if people have like looked on Google Earth and like, oh, Ooh, there's sure. a spot there. Let's go. Yeah, we were scoping it's so, a ditch You can out. zoom in. Oh yeah. Yeah, just the other day we found a ditch in um, the northeast of our, in northeast Colombia, and it's. Turns out it's basically just a giant wall ride, but you know, looking uh -huh. at it from above, we were like, "Oh shit, we gotta go find that." Well, what was that one ditch yeah, that yeah. you guys found that, that you ended up getting like overwhelmed by all the bugs, Dave? Oh yeah, that's that's an old Olympic, like an Olympic training pool. Oh okay. So um, Michael Mayfield used to teach diving there, so but that's out in Camden or something. I don't know how we found that. Word of mouth. But you guys all skated it and then came home and realized that the place had been, like, infested with... Some kind of bugs ate us to death, yeah. Oh, I, I, had to, I went to the doctor. They were so bad. I was, it was gnarly. But it was a fun spot, though. Yeah, man. I don't know. But, uh... I don't know. What's what's going on now? What uh, Are you s still kind of immersed in skate culture out there? Yeah, Sure. I mean, used to, like now, now there hasn't been anything really going happening here. But when there was, then there was all they had these contests, and I used sometimes I'd be judging the contests or whatever, mm -hmm. or just or hanging around the sessions. Right. Because I mean, I'm 47. <laughs> I'm still okay. riding around with the guys, and and I pretty much stay injured. So oh, even okay. you know, even if I'm hurt, I'm like riding my bike around with the guys, or oh, okay, you know, filming at the spot or whatever, and 
and I was just curious, like, you know, what's going on in Sweden, and and, and what do you see happening? There no, like Asia? even like the 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 people that were a little bit older than me when I started, they still skate. Yeah. And they're older than me, so and they still do like little videos, and right. yeah, so they're still going on. And then there's of course like the whole massive new generation with so many new kids. Yeah, for sure. So, are there yeah. are there any of those new kids out there that you look up to or up and comers? Yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's a couple, but like there's so many too. Like yeah. so I only notice the ones that I notice that I think are cool. So right, but yeah, there's still yeah for sure. I'd love to see you involved in uh, just some like apparel design again um just because i always really dug you know all the stuff that was coming out like you know even if, if you're not on the board as much it'd be you know you, there was some innovative stuff that was going on with uh with with shoes around that point you know like i feel like yeah, that, was when, yeah. that was when everybody was shifting from like towards or not everybody but i you know uh, a lot of after you guys sort of set the trend, uh, we're kind of making those skate shoes that were almost more like a loafer and, and like a dress shoe. And that's my shit, man, because I don't want those. Yeah. I don't, I don't want like know. big, you know, uh, you know, what do you call them? Like those giant puffy shoes, the yeah. DC. I know. Stuff. Those don't do. I mean, those are apparently coming back a little bit, though, which is It wild. has come back a little bit, but I think not as strong as people were expecting. Yeah, I've been watching yeah. a lot of Project Runway with with my lady friends, so maybe that's why I'm hyping on this so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do know, the same. But oh, is no. that the same? Is that Tim Tim Gunn? Make it work. Make it work. Yeah, yeah. Make it work, man. <laughs> okay, I haven't watched that in a while, but yeah, Dude, you I know, was watching it. it. It's, it's actually like really engaging. I, I'm, a lot it of is. times I'm like, man, that outfit... Fuck that outfit! That is not gonna work. <laughs> I'm like way more invested. <laughs> no, I know. I got sucked into it as well. But now I don't know if they what channel it was on here. But I don't, I don't know if I have it anymore. You gotta get a Hulu but account, man. They've got every season on Hulu. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> It'll get you inspired, man. I think I think Heidi yeah. would Heidi would dig you in in, uh, yeah. in, in your fashion sense. You can at well, least you know, be a model on there, man. Yeah, like she, like she says, one day you're in, the next day you're out. <laughs> exactly, man. Um, Damn, yeah. that's right. Well, I man, forgot about all that stuff. Man, I want to hear a little bit about you guys' thoughts, because I mean, I'm I'm a little younger than than Dave. I'm right. I'm 28, going on 29, and I already like if I if I do get on the board and I take a slam, I'm like, how did I do this back in the day? This hurts so yeah, much does. more than it ever did. When I was uh, doing it, I guess maybe you just get like desensitized when it's happening all the time. But now I, I take a slam and it hits like a ton of bricks. I was oh, mine's what, gone. Yeah, I was wondering what your guys' thoughts on that was. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really fallen over or anything for a long time. So, but before I quit drinking, I was falling a lot. And it, and it was just like skating. It was like I wasn't worse, or I I didn't notice it, but maybe because I was pretty out of it, so maybe I didn't notice. But uh, I can't. I don't know. I wonder how. Yeah, maybe I'll be fucked for longer now if I 
took a slam. I don't know. Skateboarding is beautiful, but there's no denying that it's you're gonna feel it in your older days if you if you hit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, but look at that guy. What's his name? Uh, is he German or something? Wim Wim Hof. The breathing guy, he like fucking runs with no shoes in the snow for fucking ages. Really? Man. And yeah, and he's old or older, and I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah, I guess there's a little bit of mind over matter with it, too. Like, I think he's taking it from, from yoga or something, but he's doing like some deep breathing to ox- oxygenate the, the blood. Right. And then he, yeah, he does the running in the snow. And, oh. So do you do you uh, yeah. do you play around with any of that stuff? Like, do you do you do any yoga or any sort of like? Yeah, no, I have, I have, yeah, for sure. But I, sometimes I notice, like, when, like, I some of the shit I can't even do because my hip is is fucked up. Right. But yeah. it definitely helps. It helps. But I never, ever did that, any of that before. The stretching or warm-up, like, that didn't exist yeah, same. back in the day. I, I still like, struggle to try to, <laughs> yeah. to stretch. I mean, I can't touch my toes when I bend over. I'm nowhere near it. Yeah, I can. <laughs> no, but that's yet. the thing. I think you have to just warm up, and then you can actually do it. But Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep trying one I, day. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dan, speaking of, like, of weird things that we can and can't do with our bodies can either of you guys do like a smooth cartwheel no <laughs> I, I, I just, could back in the day I, I haven't I tried for a long time for sure man I I, I worked at a, at, a, at a school for a while and the kids were always trying to get me to do a cartwheel and I was like it is way harder than I remember that shit is like is, makes you gotta be like a circus clown to be able to yeah. do that shit or an acrobat yeah, I haven't tried in a long time, but I know that I could back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, All right, no, so, no so that's your your first trick in the line of the the video that you uh, fantasize about making. Yeah, dude, you're a, cart- <laughs> a cartwheel. Cartwheel straight. Uh-huh, yeah. and before, yeah, <laughs> an intro. The yeah. intro cartwheel, everybody's yeah, yeah. I mean, if you watch those old, those old vids, the video parts that you put out like some of the sorry stuff and all that like I always thought there, there could have been like an alternate reality where uh, where Ali Bulala was uh, involved in some sort of uh, circus acrobatics I mean you're I all, know you were climbing <laughs> shit and jumping on you're always doing something physical with or without the board you know yeah yeah for sure it could have been but I've, I've and then like that's what my mom says too that I was like that from really early on, I just wanted to climb some up on like just climbing everywhere. Yeah, that's fine. So that's yeah, it's always been there. So you've got a you uh, do you still have a, a little Chihuahua puppy at home? Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, right, not right now. It's over at my ex's place, but yeah, we have like shared custody. Uh, okay, gotcha. I'm glad you still get to see the pup. What, what is yeah, her yeah. name? What's her name? Peggy. Peggy. Well, yeah. she she was the star of the show and part of that that doc man. She was just sitting so cutely, doing her thing. She. she oh yeah. Do you know I haven't watched it yet properly? 
Uh, well, I have to see it one day. If you should watch it, just to, uh, I mean, the whole thing's great, obviously, but you, you can appreciate the, uh, the high quality cuteness of your own pup. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you, are you able to, are you like getting out of the house in some way, going on walks? Yeah, that's us? the thing. That's the thing that we're getting into here. Sweden is the only country that has never been on lockdown. Yeah. <coughs> really? So I, he, I was uh, talking to a friend of mine the other day who lives here, and she said the same thing. No, she, no lockdown. But she did say that most of the employees that worked at the bar that she worked at were let go, except for her. Yeah, she was oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's like only so many people are allowed to go in at a time, and okay. some places are open, but a lot of places are closed. I just read somewhere, and there's like a couple of places had to close down because they didn't follow the rules and so is that still it's like a new almost yeah it's a new thing like with yeah. it, but they try the most places they try to stay open right i mean we're trying public transport is still running and like and the buses you have to get on in in the back that's the only new new thing subways yeah. are just going maybe there is a fewer subways going but they're still going yeah, we're, we're still figuring it out here for sure. I mean, Dave is, you know, before and after this chat with you today is kind of... Yeah, we're we're slammed, but it's just doing the creative back-end stuff, like creating art or T-shirts or videos yeah, yeah. or photos. Or, but the website is working. Like, we, we, we've definitely had a bunch of people... And, and Dave was telling me earlier, there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a little bit of a push for them to right. to open. So he's been like, you know, to let people actually come in yeah. the shop again. So he's been spending a large part of the day figuring okay. out how to get, how to kind of split the difference there, like open but safely. And yeah. And because uh, you know, like you know, people are gonna want to come in and try a million shoes with their stinky of sweaty course. feet or yeah. whatever. Disease. And, <laughs> virus shoot right, yeah dude. yeah man um <laughs> but yeah man it's, it's great talking to you man I, it's good to hear from you um and just touch base i'm glad you're holding up all right in in all of this and i mean uh i hope that you look back on your career and realize the the that wide reach that you've had you know if it wasn't for me seeing you know people like yourself and jim and even you know, take it further back to Johnny Thunders and all them being willing to yeah, yeah. to stand out and be you know dress how they want to dress and be who they want to be like that. That meant a ton to me growing up in the rural South. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't in the country, but I was in a small town. But you know, I mean, I I would get made fun of for for rocking Greco shoes. People would be like, "You're fucking, yeah, yeah. You're fucking clown shoes, man!" And I was yeah. so proud of those clown shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so I well, mean, that's this, what happened when we. When we when we switched our gear and then people are like laughing and we're like, no, 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 we're laughing at you guys. Yeah, 10 years from now, you're all we dressed just at like them. us. And you'll, and no, but we didn't know then and we were like, no, fuck right. you, man. You all look the same. Like, you're yeah. the fucking clown. Well, I feel like skating, like in the 80s, it was about everybody being different and you didn't clown people yeah. for being different. And then, time, and then something happened and yeah. everyone was looks the same. When, when it, it becomes like, more mainstream. So, I mean, you guys were ahead of the curve, you know, um, and I don't know, I mean, not just on a fashion level, but on a skate level and personality, you guys reminded us of our friends and made us feel a little more normal when we were kind of outcasts, <laughs> so appreciate it, man. 
Yeah, that's cool. Tuck, yeah. Well, man, I don't want to eat up much more of your time. I know you, uh, I guess it's a little later in the day there, right? Yeah, like five to nine. Okay, damn. Yeah, I forget, you know, Sweden's whole and it's, Now it's getting, it's getting, it's getting dark now. So it's, it's like getting to the summer where it's uh, never gets dark. You can oh, yeah. feel it now. Because usually it should be dark by now, but it's just getting, and it's already nine almost, so. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, it's a beautiful day here. It's like it's. I think we're all probably gonna break, get some food in our stomachs, and enjoy the weather, man. And I hope I hope you do the same uh, over there. Thanks for chatting with us, and yeah, I'll send this you. your way when we get it all cut up, man, and and uh, share it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Fuck yeah. Sweet man. Well, thanks again. And well, we'll, yeah, we'll, no, thank you for having me, and yeah, it was good talking to you. Yeah, yeah thanks man. a lot. See you, Ali. See you. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. This has been a Comfort Monk production.